Whether this is her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct is everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct, your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. The Kakadu Plum is an Australian native superfood containing 100 times more vitamin C than oranges. So why have you never heard of it? PR. No one's drinking a Kakadu smoothie? I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at and slash hypergig with details. Episode 133, Tips for Avoiding Holiday Impulse Buying. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money, embrace simplicity, and live a richer life. Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And it's November, so that means everything from here on out is associated to the holidays. (laughs) The Christmas not, song inserted here. Yes. 15 seconds. I don't know. If, <laughs> I don't know if Eric will actually do that, but no, doubt it. we do have one episode about the holidays. This is it. This is all you're going to get from us. Minus our Christmas special, kind of like the Star Wars Christmas special that we're doing on Christmas because Christmas is on a Friday. Just get ready for that. You have to join the Frugal Friends community on Facebook if you want to be part of that. But today we are talking about holiday impulse buying. Mm, it's just it's a thing and we need to be aware of it and we need to not do it if we're gonna come out with any semblance of like self-respect come Ah, January 1. Thank you. Yes, absolutely. Um, A study from Glassbox and Google reported that 39% of consumers plan to spend less this holiday season and plans are great but like how do we follow through with the plan? And mm-hmm. I'd also like to point out that if 39% want to spend less, that means 61% plan to spend as much or more than they did in 2019, which I don't know how that's possible this year. But <laughs> yeah, right. We I won't feel like about it. every year everyone thinks I'm not going to spend as much this year. Right. And now I want to meet that person who's like, no, I'm going to outspend last year in the, in the middle of a pandemic. And better. Yes. <laughs> So that is what we're talking about today. But first, our sponsors. Mm. It's the debt-free Christmas planner. Mm. You don't have to sing it, but I just did because I'm so excited about it. Every year, you have the best intentions about controlling your holiday spending. And every year, you forget something. Uh, I I forget something. I'm, I'm going to speak for <laughs> oh, myself. That was me talking to you. Yeah. That's why Jen made this free, you heard it, free Christmas planner to help you record every cost and stay on budget this holiday season. This planner will help you keep track of your spending on family traditions, recipes, dinners, and parties, gifts, 
and more to make sure you don't miss anything. Then use the 2021 planning chart to make sure you're on track to saving the right amount next year. If this sounds like something you need, head to frugalfriendspodcast.com slash holiday to get your free planner. Yes, you're welcome. This is amazing. Yes, because I always just think about gifts Mm -hmm. and I forget about the the family traditions, the recipes, the dinners. I mean, food. It in all and of costs itself. money, right? Oh, you forget. Yes. I spend so much more money on food every year, and I get I feel blindsided by it every right? year. It's like, when did this start costing money? Yes. I don't know. It must have been this year, twenty twenty. Man, <laughs> speaking of, this episode is also brought to you by twenty twenty one. Looking mm. for a year that won't bring you widespread panic and global chaos? Try twenty twenty one. The holidays signal the end of the year, and they actually feel like a year unto themselves, so that means 2021 is just around the corner. We hope that statement brings you joy. (laughs) 2021. We can't make any promises, but it's probably going to be better than 2020. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. not promising anything. Uh, Stay tuned. Oh. So, like we said, this is our one holiday episode for... 2020. We didn't even do one last year. Our last holiday episodes, if you want to check them out, we had episode 33, which is tips for keeping the holidays frugal. Uh, And then episode 34, the one right after it is like last minute frugal gift ideas. Mm -hmm. And now we're all the way at 133. So 100 episodes later, we're doing another uh, but it's so that we don't you, mean to be Grinches. We just want to bring you relevant content yeah. that's not always recycled. Right. And we feel like this is the year to talk about impulse spending around the holidays because yes. you've been deprived for the last nine months and you may want to go out and treat yourself. And mm. that's totally OK. But plan it and put it in your budget uh, and don't fall prey to these big box stores or even these small businesses that are playing to impulse shopping marketing. Mm. So that that's, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a goal. Before we get into the headlines, I'm curious just to even quickly have a conversation about what impulse spending even is. Like, how would you define it, Jen? An unplanned purchase. So something, Mm. unless you are, unless you have a budget for you and you can budget for impulse spending, that's totally Mm -hmm. okay, but it has to be planned money. So Mm -hmm. that it would be anything, any purchase that's outside of your budget. Mm -hmm. Which especially at the holidays, we can fall victim to because it's just, I don't know, I just bought a, I just got to buy gifts and there's that pressure. Mm -hmm. And so we can, without premeditating or planning for it, impulsively buy it. Yeah. And just, I mean, like I said earlier, the plan is great. It's great to have a plan. You should have a budget for the holidays, but sticking to it is typically the larger issue. Mm -hmm. Um, And one way that... I mean, stores prey on this impulse shopping um, and they plan their marketing around it. So mm. our first article today is actually not a consumer-facing article. It's a business-facing article. Mm-hmm. And so it's called How to Reach a Holiday Impulse Buyer During COVID-19. <laughs> uh, so this article is not meant for you to read. 
Um, <laughs> and so we're going to read it to you because this this is the way the businesses that you're walking into or scrolling online are thinking. And this is how they're working. And so in order to be aware and to combat it, you should know that so that you can be aware. It's so tricky. And I'm so excited (laughs) to look at this article because it can help us be prepared for some of these different schemes that are out there that would cause you to fall into that impulse spending trap. Even if you're purchasing online, we're not just Mm -hmm. talking about going out to stores. And actually, a lot of these things are traps that exist online to get you to impulse spend. So what's that saying about like, keep your friends close and your enemies closer? Yeah, this is this is that idea to get into the mind of your enemy who wants you to spend all your money. That's why we do a podcast together, Jill. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, sinister. Halloween's over, but (laughs) we're here for the holidays, this joyful, joyful spirit. Uh, So I, I wanted to start by saying, so on here, this is a widely like spread statistic, but it says the average American consumer spends about $5,400 on impulse purchases per year. Um, And Mm. that was according to a 2018 survey. For me and our audience, I feel like that's going to be, that's a little high, but it should still kind of be startling that that's almost your IRA contributions for a year. Like Mm -hmm. you can, $6,000 will max out your IRA in a year. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's almost like what we're spending on impulse purchases. Oh, yikes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, year round, maybe not just at the holidays. No, 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 year round, yeah. Mm -hmm. So if we can get this part of our spending under control, you will find money that you didn't know you had in order to put that towards uh, savings that will grow instead Mm -hmm. of depreciate. Yeah. So, yeah. So this first article comes from Square, and yeah, it's how to reach a holiday impulse buyer during COVID-19. So let's let's get into the mind here. Yeah, Before, you didn't, Jill, you didn't know this was uh, business facing when you read it. I just put it on the outline. Yeah. So when, when I it, first, I was like, at first I was like, these aren't tips. <laughs> these are, this is how businesses try to get us to spend money. Does Jen know this? And then I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Jen knows this. Uh, but before I look into the actual tips that are given to businesses, something worth noting it, that this article points out is that impulse shoppers, they say are often uh, millennials, the elder millennials, which is <laughs> which you is and us I, now. Yeah. Jen. Yeah, elder millennial. We've I'm got offended. all this knowledge, but apparently we are quite susceptible. People between the ages of 28 to 37, uh, and that comes from a creditcards.com poll, that we are... M- we're the target to be very spontaneous online purchasers. We mm-hmm. are the target. We are the ones who are online. We are the ones in careers and with children. Like that's the demographic. Like 28 to 37 is the people with young children who want to be spoiling them. Well, they don't want to spoil them, but and they we do. want to spoil they ourselves. Do. Yeah. We can't resist a sale. We're apparently quick to make purchase decisions. So you know what? Let's armor up, you guys. Let's be the elders that we are 
in our millennial group. And, yeah. and let's be, let's be knowledgeable about this. One of the tips that they are giving to these businesses is to gamify the shopping experience. This would mean incorporating a game or a quiz to determine the amount of discount or promotion that someone might receive. It, it might include like spinning a wheel or like, uh, even e scratch offs to like to determine if you get 10, 15, 20% off, uh, a pop up with a game or something like that that even happens online. So, yeah, you're this is happening to you even in the privacy of your own home. So, let's be aware of this that if someone's trying to like pull you into some online game while you're trying to shop, recognize what they're trying to do. They're trying to get you to spend your money, not necessarily actually provide you with great deals. They want to take advantage of the impulsive nature that we can have at times. Yeah. I feel like, so I feel like I can even see this on social media um, with giveaways or sweepstakes, anything that Mm -hmm. makes inter, they want to build interaction because Once you interact with them once, this is a low-hanging fruit. This is a low barrier to entry. Once you interact with them once by tapping your screen or clicking your mouse, it makes it easier for you to interact with them again. Mm -hmm. And they will, uh, and the interactions will get, quote unquote, kind of more difficult. So Mm -hmm. signing up for the email list, making a purchase, making another purchase. And so this Mm -hmm. is just getting you comfortable, anything that gets you comfortable with clicking on their website or walking into their store, that that's what they're trying to do mm-hmm. is to get you comfortable with their brand. Yeah. And being aware of this tactic uh, and and maybe even gamifying it for yourself to try to spot as many marketing ploys as you can in the yes. process can help make you just more savvy mm-hmm. as you do your online or in-person shopping. Yeah. Turn it on them. Make your own game. I like that. <laughs> yes. How little can I spend? How few buttons can I click? Yes. The other thing that they do is they give deals. Mm-hmm. So um, this is kind of one of those things where when you think of frugality and you think of a frugal consumer, it's it's the person that gets a deal. And that is typically how frugal people have been thought of. Um, but this is a place where you have to play offensive and defensive. Mm-hmm. So you can be looking for the deals, but you also have to know when a deal is a marketing ploy to get you to make an impulse purchase. Mm-hmm. Um, higher up here, it said 85% of people in the survey I mentioned earlier said their impulse purchase involved taking advantage of a deal or discount. 85%. And mm-hmm. nearly half of all holiday c- consumers say they can't resist it. Um mm-hmm. So this is our effort to get you playing uh, defense mm-hmm. uh, with the deals. So like they'll do this with like promoting a sense of urgency in the deal. Yes. So uh, you have two hours to get this deal. This deal ends today. This is a weekend discount um, mm-hmm. because people procrastinate. And so if there is a sense of urgency in the deal, you're more likely to impulse buy. And creating scarcity is another marketing ploy of there's only two more left. There's probably not only two more left. Just, you know, throwing that out there. There's definitely more than two. Yes. 
And, and it's a way to get you to just spend without thinking, even if it's not something that you want. And that's the thing. I think that's what you're describing, Jen. It's one thing if all year long you have said, I want to get a KitchenAid mixer and I'm going to wait for the deal. I'm going to wait for the coupon. I'm going to wait for it to go on sale. And you actually know that is less expensive than what I've been keeping my eye on all year. That's different from just, I don't need a KitchenAid mixer, but this just popped up on my screen and they say that it's 10% off. So I'm going to do it. Mm-hmm. Two very different scenarios. Absolutely. Same product. Same product, two different scenarios. Absolutely. So you have to do some planning on deals you want. I take advantage of Black Friday. I am planning the things that I want, you know, for up to six months in mm-hmm. order to make sure A, that I really want them um, and B, that I will get the best deal. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not bad to take advantage of holiday deals, but it is bad to just buy deals for the sake of getting a deal. Um, and I also in this article, it says nearly half of consumers are spending more time on social media um, mm-hmm. during the COVID-19 pandemic. And so you're going to see a lot more advertising on Facebook and Instagram, Instagram especially. Um, so be wary of of any advertising, whether it's sponsored posts or um, like sponsored like ads from influencers you follow. Another tip on here to pe- businesses selling things is to emphasize self care. So businesses, especially now, so there was a slick deal survey that found on on impulse buyer behavior, and it found that nearly 72% were buying something impulsively during the pandemic because they were saying it positively impacted their mood. So businesses will be trying to market to you to care for yourself during these trying times. They are taking advantage of this situation when people might be feeling a bit more down, a bit more distressed, a bit more overwhelmed. And if there is something that appears to maybe alleviate some of that stress or a way to kind of treat myself because things are so difficult, they are preying on that. So be aware of this. Um, and, And my advice, our advice, the frugal friends advice is not to not care for yourself, but do it in ways that actually provide you with prolonged relief and that are free. Self-care does not cost money. It Mm -hmm. can, but it doesn't need to. Uh, And you can reference our self-care episode for some ideas on that one. Uh, But definitely be aware of the ways in which companies are, are preying on this desire to kind of feel better, especially right now. Absolutely. Yes. And then the last one on this article that we'll talk about is um, to go beyond season's greetings. So these these businesses, these brands, once they have converted, quote unquote, a holiday impulse shopper, so once you've spent money with them, it is more cost effective for them to get you to spend more money with them than it is to go find a new customer to spend money So they will continue to pursue you to buy more things from them. And that usually begins with the transaction confirmation email um, where they'll say like, hey, congratulations, your order's on its way, like 
Uh, and then this one's saying like, you can add something like, say it's a good choice or say your thoughtful gifts are on the way. So trying to bolster buyers who may have second thoughts, A, to um, not make a return and B, to know, like, and trust your brand. So they feel more comfortable to make more clicks on your website. Mm-hmm. So know that once you buy something from somewhere, you're going to see more of it in your inbox, on your Facebook, your Instagram, because it is more cost effective for that business to keep you as a customer. That is their primary goal mm-hmm. um, than to look for more cold like mm-hmm. buyers. Which is another downside to this online shopping. When you shop in person, you don't have to give your emails. Sometimes they'll try to get you to give them to them, sign up for those rewards, points, yada, yada. Uh, But usually when you buy online, you have to give an email because it's associated with payment and receipt and all of that. But And that's okay, but be aware of this and maybe have a junk email that some of these things can go to that's not constantly in your inbox tempting you to keep purchasing. My favorite part about spring cleaning is that post-clean clarity when I'm like, wow, I can finally think clearly. How was I functioning in that mess before? It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. If this sounds like the type of spring cleaning your finances need right now, then it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Plus, you can use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash frugal. That's mintmobile.com slash frugal. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash frugal. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. AI might be the most important new computer technology ever. It's storming every industry, and literally billions of dollars are being invested. So buckle up. The problem is that AI needs a lot of speed and processing power. So how do you compete without costs spiraling out of control? It's time to upgrade to the next generation of the cloud. Oracle Cloud Infrastructure, or OCI. OCI is a single platform for your infrastructure, database, application development, and AI needs. OCI has four to eight times the bandwidth of other clouds, offers one consistent price instead of variable regional pricing, and of course, nobody does data better than Oracle. So now you can train your AI models at twice the speed and less than half the cost of other clouds. If you want to do more and spend less like Uber, 8x8, and Databricks Mosaic, take a free test drive of OCI at oracle.com strategic. That's oracle.com slash strategic, oracle.com slash strategic. Yeah. So that is all for this article. Uh, And then now we have the second article. It's from Money Ning, and it's 10 tips for avoiding impulsive spending during the holidays. And these, I just thought, all 10 of them are very practical Mm -hmm. um, and strategic that you can put in your pocket, use if you need to, and it'll help you just kind of take now that you're aware of what's happening and the marketing tactics that these stores are using, 
now you can take these to kind of just, um, you know, play your defense a little harder. Mm -hmm. So we will go through all 10 because I think that they're worth it. The first one is to understand why you buy. This is a great way to be able to avoid impulsive holiday spending. Uh, But it does take some introspection Mm -hmm. because it's not the same for all of us as to the reason that we are (laughs) impulsively buying. But they do give a few examples. It might be, oh, this doll that looks like your favorite doll as a child or a popcorn tin that has your favorite sports team logo on it or a massive LCD TV that's bigger than what you have or bigger than what your friend has, you (laughs) name it, right? There's either competition or nostalgia or, I mean, for me, the desire to be the best aunt ever, just (laughs) saying, Uh, or just clearance. I I can be a sucker for clearance. I see those yellow signs and I'm just like a moth to the flame. So with this, it is a matter of knowing why you're buying. But then for me, this is my own uh, therapy tip coming at you or some like a, a theme that I often talk about with my clients is protecting our vulnerabilities to know where you're vulnerable. Like for me, it is clearance and a desire to really give good gifts and be seen as somebody who gives good gifts. And that's why I will just buy anything that makes me feel like that's going to be the the end result. Mm. And so because I know that about myself, I can protect those things by telling myself ahead of time, I'm not going to the clearance section. The clearance section isn't going to have anything for me today. Um, or plan to go to the clearance section because they usually have X, Y, Z, which is exactly what I'm looking for. So protecting your vulnerabilities so that you're not exploited in those areas. And I know that it sounds quite dramatic, but vulnerability without protection leads to exploitation. So that's my like my in-depth like <laughs> clinical therapy for you. But I do think it helps us. It's it's a it's a similar concept. Protect your vulnerabilities. It's okay to have them just know them, put some protections in place around them, and you won't be exploited financially. Yes. I I just went to school, I think, on that. Man, that was so good. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Jen. Number two, don't shop hungry. <laughs> that's, but that's another thing, right? Yeah. Like that makes us vulnerable yeah. if we're hungry. <laughs> it says that um, even if your blood sugar is slightly before, below normal, your judgment may be impaired. You may be cranky, emotional, and more impulsive. And I feel like this writer knows me. Um, So eat a balanced meal before leaving the house uh, and (laughs) eat what you have at home. And then carry Mm -hmm. water and healthy snacks on all of your shopping trips. It's so small, but it does make a difference. Like when I am cranky from being hungry, Mm -hmm. I'll just buy whatever Mm -hmm. or I won't buy anything at all. And it mm-hmm. makes for it. It's just makes things harder. Not only that, not only is it just just throw whatever in the cart, and then you've got all this stimulus around mm-hmm. you of other shoppers, which heightens our stress levels, which makes it even more difficult to make rational decisions. And then we might impulse on the food because now we're hungry and we're going to get that pretzel, and then we're going to go get that fast food, and then we're going to go like it. it just per, it's this like vortex that will suck us into spending money that we don't actually want to be spending. Yeah. The next tip on here is to shop alone. 
This, of course, depends on who you are. And they do make that caveat that the pendulum could swing in either direction. So know who you are. If it is more difficult for you to not impulse buy, let's say if you've got all of your children with you who are like, mommy, mommy, daddy, daddy, I want, I want, then go alone. Figure out a way for you to be by yourself while shopping. Conversely, if you recognize I'm actually really susceptible to purchasing a ton of things, then bring an accountability person with you of here's the amount that I want to spend, here's in general what I want to spend it on, and go together so that somebody else can help keep tabs on, are you sure you want to spend that? You just told me five minutes ago you didn't. So recognize who you are and shop accordingly. Yeah, that's so great. You could, if you go with your accountability partner, give each other your lists and shop for each other. That way you're not impulsively buying and then come back together. And then, yeah. All right. Maybe. I don't know. like kind of a way to gamify it. Yeah, kind of. Or you might spend more because you're justifying it because you're buying for somebody else. I feel like I would spend less, but Mm, I don't know. That's true. I'm not a great Yeah, if you're not actually spending the money on it, you're just like picking the things out for them. Yeah. Fourth is to use a prepaid credit card. Um, So this one is for people who are especially prone to overspending like all through the year. Um, I think if you just want to protect yourself over the holidays, I would recommend using a gift card. So getting a gift card from Target or Walmart or wherever you're shopping with the amount you want to spend. And that way you only spend what's on there. Mm. Yeah, Um, even a discounted gift card. Yeah, but I mean, leave your other cards at home, leave your cash at home and only take your driver's license and your gift card or your prepaid card. And then when the card's empty, you're done shopping. That's it. Game over. Game over. (laughs) Uh, The next tip is to shop online. So this is, of course, with the caveat of all of the other things that we mentioned in the first article to keep all of those online tricky tricksters in mind. But it can help with the weeding out the distraction of other things. Like when you go in person to a store, you're seeing a plethora of other things on the shelves. Mm -hmm. And you might purchase something that you didn't previously intend to purchase just because it's right in front of you. Whereas there's not as much opportunity for that when you're online. Uh, You're you're not seeing shelves of unrelated things. Right. That's why I do all of, I try to do all of my grocery shopping online. I go to Aldi maybe like once a month now, ideally. Mm -hmm. Just mm-hmm. to get those uh, pouches, those little fruit pouches. Love those. I, I, yeah, I, oh, I'm constantly forgetting that I can just do a pickup of my groceries. Yeah. And I do think that that would help me a ton in meal planning and in my own impulse food purchases throughout the year, not just Christmas time. Yeah. And Anyhow, they don't. That's Walmart, a side tangent. Yeah, Walmart does not mark up the prices like Instacart. So just a recommendation, frugalfriendspodcast.com slash Walmart, $10 off your first pickup order. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Number six, walk around the store with your items for a while before purchasing and see if the urge to buy passes. 
Yes. Um, so this can be a good one. So maybe you can walk around or maybe sit on your phone for a little bit and just see, give yourself some time out. Um, I, I sometimes will say like, do a little kind of mini meditation. So you're just kind of like, don't look weird. Um, but you're just like standing there and maybe you close your eyes and kind of like recite something. I don't know. Uh, say a prayer for more money and then (laughs) look back at your cart and see if everything in there is what you still want to be in there. I love this tip. It's one of my best tricks. And sometimes I'll just throw things in the cart before I've gone around to the rest of the store. If it's like, okay, this could be the thing that I want, but I'm going to check out some other sections and see if I can find something better or less expensive. And it usually works that either I find an alternative that is better, or I realize, you know what? No, I don't need to do this. I can just live without it or Mm -hmm. give a different type of gift. Um, So I, I love this tip. It allows us to kind of manipulate it in our minds a little bit and determine whether or not we actually want it. Yeah. If you do that pause, right? Not just, (laughs) Oh, well it's in the cart now. So (laughs) gotta, gotta go, gotta get out of here and just buy it. Yeah. Uh, This next one is also a favorite of mine. Translate the price of the item to hours worked. Mm, Is this a good one? Yes. It's such a tangible way to determine if it's actually worth your hard-earned cash. So something could seem like, oh, great, like $50. That's such a good deal on this thing. But how many how many hours of work does that represent to you? And if you actually were to translate, I, I worked these hours, here's what I did in those hours to acquire this thing. Mm-hmm. Is it worth it? I, this has been really helpful for me to kind of like cost benefit analysis, various things and realize that I do place various value systems on things. Like to me, $50 to go out for a night on a date on food isn't actually that much money. But then to go buy a shirt for $50 feels like an insane amount of money to spend. And I'm like, why? That's that's one meal that I just blew $50 that I can't get back. And yet I'll never spend $50 on a shirt. Like, And this kind of concept of how many hours did you have to work to get that thing can help to level the playing field on all of it. Absolutely. And I have been thinking about this concept since our interview with Jesse Meekum. Uh, from YNAB about how you work so hard for this money mm-hmm. and then afterwards you're just going to like, uh, you know, throw it away on like mm-hmm. stuff you haven't planned on or stuff that's mm-hmm. like fleeting. Yeah. Just so that underneath the Christmas tree, it can look full. Yeah. I've like, I've started to realize that year after year, because I used to have this thing of like, I just want it to look like there's so many wrapped presents and then they're all unwrapped. And I'm like, I I don't feel that great about myself with what I gave to people. I'm like, I need to keep this in mind because just how it looks wrapped is not actually of value. I will actually want to give like a good gift and I want it to not break my bank. I want to be kind to others while also being kind to myself. And so I'm just embracing this more and more year after year of, 
I don't, I don't need to just spend money. I'd rather it be thoughtful or spend time with people. So that's just another thing to keep in mind of think back to like Christmas afternoon. What were the <laughs> things you were telling yourself that you're going to do differently? I'm never going to wrap this many presents again as exactly. you're cleaning up all the wrapping paper. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, the next one is to freeze your credit cards for the month of December. So the article says to actually literally dunk them in uh, water and freeze them in the freezer. You can also just go on to your credit card website. Um, This is very easy with Chase. I'm not sure how easy it is with other card providers, but uh, you can put them on. You can lock them so they're Mm -hmm. not able to be used. You would literally have to re-log in and unlock it to use it. But if you very much struggle with that impulse desire, um, then absolutely freeze it in a cup of water for the month. <laughs> it doesn't actually do anything to the account. It just makes it harder to use. Right. That card. right. It does nothing to your I've credit or your this card. Now. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. So speaking of thaw, um, there's also a free Chrome and I think it might be Firefox extension too. Um, it's called Icebox and mm. you can, um, Download it, and then every buy button on very popular websites turns into put it on ice. And so it makes it impossible to buy it. Well, not impossible. It puts that barrier to buy it for the number of days that you specify, so 14, 30, whatever. And so after those days are up, then that button turns back into a buy now button so that you can make sure, yeah, that your impulses are not. Um, they're not impulses. These are some hardcore ways of protecting ourselves. Yes. If needed. Yeah. That, that built in way of pause, because mm-hmm. that's ultimately the antidote to impulse is pause and whatever mm-hmm. it takes to get you to pause is helpful. Yeah. So consider all of these things. And related to that idea is this next tip of lower your daily spending limit just on your checking account. Even if you have a debit card, you can go into your bank account and lower your daily spending limit so that when you're done, you're done. <laughs> and you won't be able to spend that money because you've you've set that limit already. So just more checks and balances, more pauses for us so that we don't go over the spending limit that we want to. Yeah. And this last one, very important. Mm. Uh, don't feel you need to buy a gift for everyone you know. The mailman mm. is truly not going to shred your junk mail um, or think you hate him because you don't leave him a gift in the mailbox this year. Mm-hmm. Like you can't get a gift for everyone. Yeah. But you can send one to us, the frugal friends. Just send it to St. Petersburg. We'll find it. <laughs> <laughs> the frugal friends, St. Petersburg, Florida. Thank you. <laughs> you don't have to get us a gift. Uh, you can if you want to, I guess. But you don't need to buy a gift for everyone you know, like that coworker. Even so, here's the hard one even somebody that gets you a gift. Yeah. That doesn't mean you have to get them another gift. You have you don't have to. Yeah. That's, that's okay. That's what gifting is about. Mm-hmm. You're not you're doing it not expecting to receive anything in yeah. the future. It it does feel a little uncomfortable honestly, but you can do a well-written thank you note 
Uh, well, yeah, stick a, a really piece sweet... of gum in there, and oh you've gosh. kind of given them a gift back. That's what you can send Jill for Christmas is gum. I love gum. <laughs> so, yeah, you can write a a very sweet uh, Christmas card. There are ways around it to show that you're thinking about them that do not cost money. And so, mm-hmm. if you really want to get somebody something and it's outside of your budget, uh, think of free ways to do that. Um, but don't stress yourself out about it. You can just say no mm-hmm. to getting them a gift. You can mm. put that boundary up. Mm. Yeah. Speaking of good gifts mm. and gifts that keep on giving. And one I'm never going to say no to. <laughs> the, the bill of the week. time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This is the bill of the week. Hi, this is Becky. My bill of the week is Bill Shakespeare. My husband and I have been doing a Shakespeare for Kids program at our local library for the past 18 years. We had to switch to a virtual program this year, which was a lot of work, but we're actually reaching more kids than we would have with our in-person program. Speaking of libraries, I think that they are a great frugal friend. They feed my reading addiction. There's no way I could afford my book habit. And they offer so many free cultural programs for families. I love your podcast. You give so many great doable ideas. And I'm always smiling and laughing out loud while listening. Thank you. Becky. Yes. I love that. Bill Shakespeare. Uh, Bill Shakespeare. Yeah. I, I wouldn't think about that. I'm always like, William Shakespeare. But yeah, he's a Bill. Yes. He's just a regular run-of-the-mill Bill who just <laughs> did, <laughs> who just created tons of literary masterpieces. And Becky, you sound amazing and so cool being involved in your library and calling us. Thanks yes. for being our friend. Thank you for listening, Becky, and thank you for enriching the lives of children with literature. That is amazing, and giving giving parents something to do with their children, which is <laughs> so difficult sometimes. <laughs> so I truly appreciate you, and I can't wait to take Kai to meet Billy Shakespeare in books mm. one day. Mm. <laughs> Take him to the library so someone else can watch him for a yeah, little bit. That's actually it. If you want to submit your William <laughs> Bill of the Week, visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash bill um, and leave us a bill. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Today I'm going to give you some straightforward advice on how to deal with 
naughty kids. How about instead of timeouts, time ins? Time for you to start paying some bills. I'm JB Smooth, and that was a full episode of my new podcast, Straightforward. Inspired by guaranteed straightforward pricing from AT&T Fiber. Get what you want without the complicated. AT&T Fiber, live like a giggillionaire. Available wherever you get your podcast. Limited availability in select areas. Visit at slash hypergig for details. Now it's time for the, the lightning, lightning round. round. So we are going to share with you our real life holiday shopping plans so that you can keep us accountable so we can keep each other accountable but also you uh because we are not uh completely protected from impulse purchases mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah yeah i'm still human i make them yeah uh so this is one of the perks of <laughs> moving away from where i'm from like i if i go back home for the holidays i can't carry much with me So there you go. There's like one tick on the pros for moving away is it's more difficult to give gifts. So Mm -hmm. therefore you just don't. (laughs) (laughs) Good job. Uh, Yeah, thanks. Um, I will still give gifts. And so for me, I've already begun and I am, I will say I love Christmas. It's my favorite holiday. So I think about it year round and I alert others to about like how far away Christmas is. And it's usually just something like Christmas is going to be so soon. And it doesn't matter what time of year it is. I'll I'll be like mid June. And I'm like, you you won't even believe how close Christmas is. It's like right around the (laughs) corner. (laughs) Uh, And and it's usually right because it sneaks up on us. Anyhow, I do, because I think about it so often, I'm able to kind of create a list of what do I want to give this year? So I do have a list of some thoughtful but inexpensive ideas for family. I can't say it because I do think some of my family members listen to this podcast. Shockingly. (laughs) Just know that it's inexpensive and it's, yeah, just a a personal thoughtful thing. Um, And then other than that, when it comes to friends or people local, I usually just look around my house for what do I have? This could include what are things that I'm looking to get rid of that aren't super worn out or overly used. And I'll give them, I'll give them away. People like you Jen telling don't me what care. You're, what you're getting me for Christmas. I'm going to get you something from my house. Yeah. Okay. You're going to love it. You won't even know that it's from my house. Um, you might. Anyhow, uh, or for me, it's plants and that that's no secret. You just, you just can know that if you're local to me, it's probably going to be a plant because I can propagate my plants. So if you don't know what that means, look it up. And if you've got plants in your yard or plants in your house, learn how to propagate them starting now and you'll have some good gifts for Christmas. Mm -hmm. Also, terracotta pots are super inexpensive. Yes. We have a lot of those if you need any. Thank you. Yes. For all those plants you got at the plant sale last weekend. <laughs> give me your terracotta pot. I'll put a plant in it and give it back to you. <laughs> Yay. Uh-huh. Uh, so for me, I may indulge in Black Friday. Black Friday is my favorite holiday. Um, but <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, I love to shop. I love to look through all of the ads um, 
I so I love I used to not love holidays, but after I got married uh, and I married into a large family, uh, it's taken me like five, six years. But I have become I've warmed up to holidays now. Mm. Uh, So but I used to always love looking through Black Friday ads on Thanksgiving morning while watching the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade. Oh, so that has always ritual. Yeah, that's like my personal ritual every year. Uh, and sometimes it includes cinnamon rolls. Mm. But um, so I may indulge in Black Friday because that's me. Um, Kai is getting gifts from his birthday. I love this. I love <laughs> this so much. Say so much more about this. So some people got Kai gifts. I did not ask people to get Kai gifts on his birthday, but we had a small birthday party and people just brought gifts. That's not me. Like, I don't do that. I don't bring gifts to birthday parties. Uh, and that may be rude, but that's just not what I – I'm not a good gift giver. I'm not good at it, and I mm-hmm. don't do it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people brought gifts, and I was not expecting it. But some of them brought gifts for one and a half, two-year-olds for a baby that was turning one. So they are in my closet waiting for Christmas, and they will get rewrapped and given. Um, and then everyone else is getting gift cards. I actually do want to be generous with gift cards this year. And um, yeah, I actually need some accountability for being generous this mm. holiday season. Um, heads up, we do have in our next few episodes, the Friday before Black Friday is going to be on technology, um, kind of elaborating, going through tech deals for Black Friday. But also our Black Friday episode is on generosity. And so... Mm ways to be more generous to other people. And so I think that's really going to be a um an episode for me. I an outline. Yeah, I'm outlining for myself because I need it. <laughs> that's amazing. I'm excited yeah. to talk about that with you. Yeah, me too. So and also you guys don't forget to visit frugalfriendspodcast.com slash holiday to get that free debt-free holiday planner that we were talking about. Um, so you can keep track of your Thanksgiving and Christmas expenses and keep them on budget. Mm. Thank you all so much for listening. We want to thank you for your kind reviews on iTunes and Stitcher like this one. It comes from Twin Mom Boys 11. Whoa, there's so much even in that name. <laughs> you sound amazing. Uh, but anyhow, it's titled Great Podcast. It happens to be five stars. This podcast is exactly what I need to help on my financial journey. You provide friendly, useful content. Love it. Thank you. Wow. Twin I mean, Mom Boys 11. You're welcome. I'm so welcome. glad to help you. And we hope that your 11-year-old twin boys uh, get some of their birthday gifts for Christmas. Or maybe she has a twin mom. Yeah, definitely the way you're taking it is how it is, but there's just so many ways. (laughs) We also want to thank our friends who share these episodes on social media. So, uh, you know, for every five tags and reviews we get every month, we give away a copy of the Frugal Friends workbook. Um, So share our latest episode on Facebook or Instagram and make sure you tag Frugal at Frugal Friends podcast. 
And of course, keep leaving us reviews on iTunes or Stitcher and sending us a screenshot of those reviews to frugalfriendspodcast at gmail.com. When we receive that email of your screenshotted review, we enter you into that drawing for the Frugal Friends Workbook. So tag us on social, leave us reviews and email them to us. Uh, All of it will get you into Mm -hmm. that drawing. Yes. And we will see you next week. Bye. Frugal Friends is produced, edited, and mixed by Eric Siriani. What are you doing for Christmas this year? I don't know. Typically, our um, schedule goes Travis's dad's family Christmas Eve, my mom Christmas morning, Travis's mom's family Christmas afternoon. Um, but Travis has to work Christmas night, so Ooh. I'm not sure how we'll do it this year. He's going to be Santa. He is Santa. Oh, my goodness. Travis is Santa. He has to work through the night. Santa works Christmas <laughs> Eve night, Jill. Well, but into like, it's mostly Christmas Day that he's working if it's like through the evening. Yeah, but Travis doesn't work Christmas Eve night. He works Christmas night. Oh, dang it. He's the Grinch. Travis is the Grinch. He's going around taking all the gifts from everybody. (laughs) Yeah. He's a burglar. Uh, I mean, Grinch. Uh, And so he will be working through the night on that. Oh, uh, which means that he has to sleep Christmas Day. Uh, He won't really. It's his since it's a Friday. That's his kind of Monday. So he'll be available on Christmas morning. So he'll just have to sleep Christmas afternoon. Hmm. We'll see, but we have a lot, a lot of Christmas festivity in the, in the past 10 years after my dad died, we would do nothing for Christmas. And so it kind of just became like a meh, Mm -hmm. um, but, and then I got married and obviously having a million family members is overwhelming for an only child Mm. who like never celebrated Christmas. And I have been slowly like easing into it to to where now I don't dread the holidays anymore. Wow. Yeah. I'm really glad for the growth you've experienced. Thank you. And the joy that comes to you. I still have my Thanksgiving morning. Like I sit by myself and I watch the parade and I eat my cinnamon roll and I look through my ads. So to me, that is, it's not even about getting a deal. Like sometimes I don't even shop. Yeah. Um, it's just about doing it. Yeah. That's, uh-huh. Yeah. And I've done that since I was maybe 13. Oh my goodness. That's so cute. Maybe younger. Little Jen eating a cinnamon roll, doing her f- Good Friday shopping. <laughs> my Good Friday. Good Friday. Black, Black Friday. Different, different Friday. <laughs> Very different. Yeah. <laughs> Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Since every minute counts when you're a new parent, who wants to waste time washing bottles? Transform this daily chore with the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro. 
the first machine that automatically washes, sterilizes, and dries bottles, pump parts, and sippy cups at the push of a button. Its 20 spray jets clean everything 100%. Plus, it sterilizes with steam, then dries with germ-free air. Don't waste time on tedious handwashing. Let the Baby Bretza Bottle Washer Pro do it for you. Shop now at babybretza.com.